Being we have a few, we have now a few weeks to block until gets to Hanukkah or whatever other topical halachas. So I was thinking of addressing a area of halacha which everyone knows about for sure. Maybe not everyone knows the details of. That is, I wanted to talk about a little bit halachas of brachas. By pre-Hagafen, what falls into the category of Hagafen, what falls in the category of Ha'etz, what falls in the category of Mezaynas, and so on. Because it's interesting, there are not, even the, the basic halacha, like I said, is clear. There's some very interesting uh, examples which come out of it. There's also a few things which are totally on how things have changed and how they're manufactured, and will therefore change the brachas also. So it's interesting to learn the principles of these things. Okay, so the first... Uh, Bracha, which the Shulchan Aruch talks about, is the Bracha of Agafin. Even though most times we don't find that a fruit juice has a Bracha for itself, Agafin is the exception. Agafin is the exception that uh, even though the grapes would be eights, but when we turn them into wine, so they become Agafin. The Gemara already in Brachus asks what makes uh, wine worthy of a different Bracha. And the Gemara says because it's chashev. It's chashev in, in that it's Musameach people. It's chashev in that it's something which has distinction. Thank you. It's chashev in that the Gemara says it also has the ability to satisfy someone. The yain is masid, it satisfies, and yain is Musameach. And that's the reason why there's a chashivist to wine, because it has these properties. If that's the case, we understand that wine which is like that would have a hagafen. But uh, what about grape juice? Grape juice is better than just squeezed grapes, freshly squeezed grapes. It doesn't have those properties that it's in the Samecha person, it doesn't have the property that's considered choshev. And if that's the case, well, why would grape juice also deserve the same chashivus that we normally only give to wine? So firstly, just to explain, it's understood that the Gemara already says that a person can squeeze grapes freshly and make a goffin on it. And uh, therefore we see that freshly squeezed grape juice is also called a goffin. The question is why? You can eat the grapes, make bird grapes, squeeze them, make bird grapes. Right. The question is why? Well, what, what gives the grape juice that same chashivas as wine? So there are two different answers given by the Achreinim. And we'll see that today there will be a very big difference between them. The first answer, which is given by Rosh Hashanah he says, because it's something which could become wine. It's true, my freshly squeezed grape juice right now is just a fruit juice. But if I leave it and it starts to ferment and it's going to turn into wine, so it already has, so to speak, within it the ability to become wine. Even if it isn't yet wine, but it's the same, it's the same substance, it's the same ingredients, and therefore just given time it will become wine. And therefore since no major change happens between when it becomes when I make it into grape juice and now it becomes wine on its own, therefore I already make the bracha of agapen on grape juice. Is there a parallel to thing? In other words, because it will become, is there any other place in the Torah like that? This is very interesting, is because that was true for the Gemara, and that was true for the grape juice which they were talking about, which was basically freshly squeezed grapes. However, that doesn't apply for our grape juice today, because in today's grape juice they've added sulfates. And the point of the sulfate is to prevent it becoming wine. 
And therefore, you can leave grape juice for a few weeks, nothing happens to it. It doesn't ferment, it stays where grape juice is meant to be. Basically, sulfate is a kind of a preservative. It's, uh, it prevents the fermentation process. And therefore, today's grape juice is not going to become wine. And therefore, they came back with the question. So then, if the svara of why we're going to say that grape juice is hagafen is because it's, not, it's on, so to speak, already begun the process which will eventually become wine, today's grape juice won't. If Shlomo will answer this question, very interesting. It's possible to take the sulfates back out again. And if that's the case, even though right now it's in a massive where it's being prevented from becoming wine, but it's not stuck in that massive. It would be possible to take the sulfates out and then, once again, it could become wine. Oh, so now the shadow is, but if that's the case, right now you have to do something. In the state, state it is right now, it's not going to become wine. So why would you make a gopher on that? So that's the first question. The other mahalach, which the Akronim gave, that the reason why we make Hagopin on grape juice is because Be'emis, the it doesn't have the effects of wine, it doesn't have the ability to misameach people, let's say, that wine has. But since it's the same min, it's the same kind of food, so Chazal didn't make a chiluk. Chazal would be between grape juice, which is misameach, or grape juice, which is not misameach. Similarly, we don't find that it has to be a certain degree of alcohol or a certain degree of strength, whatever it is, once it's something which is the same, the same, the same uh, raw material, so to speak, the same men, the same kind of concept, the kind of food stuff, therefore gets the same bracha. This svara would apply then to all grape juice, because at the end of the day, the, the grape juice is grapes. It's we squeeze grapes, and because of that, it's going to get the din of a gotha. Right. So, like I said, it's understood that today's grape juice is a gotha. Now, is there a mailer, is there an advantage to making a goffin on wine and not on grape juice? Would we say that, that, it's, that if a person has the option, it's better to make a goffin on wine? The only time we find this is by agrocrisis. When it comes to other times, when it comes to Kiddush and Shabbos, or other times a person wants to make a goffin, he's allowed to make a goffin on grape juice, as long as that, he can make a goffin on wine. Specifically when it comes to agrocrisis, then we find that there's a special chashivus, but arbukosis is a special reason to make the bracha dafka on wine. And the reason is what's called derecherus. That when a person drinks arbukosis, he's meant to, feel, uh, meant to feel free, he's meant to feel important. And therefore that feeling of importance comes from drinking wine as opposed to drinking grape juice. Now it's interesting. Even there, it's not the effect of the wine as much as the taste of the wine. Rav Shlomo Norbach and Rav Yashiv both held that if a person can't stomach four cups of straight wine, and if he wants to drink grape juice, you should at least add a little bit of wine to the grape juice because at that stage it has a taste of wine. It has a flavor of wine and that gives a feeling of chayrus. Okay, so therefore the halacha is that wine, we said is hagafen, grape juice is hagafen. Uh, we don't find that there's a specific chashivas to making on wine more than grape juice even though the svara of being a more chashiv, a more important beverage would apply to wine more than it would apply to grape juice. But where we do find an interesting argument and that is, as we know from the time of the Gemara, they used to make wine as a concentrate. It was like it came out very strong, it came out like a syrup, and it wasn't possible to drink. How did it become a concentrate? You add water and uh, it thickens, and you'll get a very thick syrup, so to speak, mixture. So you have to evaporate them to liquid it. Right. It comes out as regular grapefruit to make it concentrate. They would have to evaporate the liquid, and they would become very strong. And therefore, they would have to dilute the wine in order to make it drinkable. And the halacha is that if a person dilutes wine, 
is allowed to still make a gafil on it. And the dilution rate at the time of the Gemara was one part wine to three parts water. So even though it's the majority water in the cup, is, and uh, only one quart of wine, but still that gives it the flavor of wine, and therefore still tastes, or like wine is meant to taste, so therefore one's allowed to make a gafil. The Shulchan Aruch says until six times, which means one part wine to six parts water, one can still make a gafil. Of today's wine or that? No, no, he was talking about that wine. But he says, the Shulchan Aruch says, and Sibiris added, that if you're talking about wine, which is our wine, which is much weaker, so then you can only dilute wine until the stage where it's, you still get the time yain. If you dilute it too much, you're going to lose the bracha. Another side is, what's the that's as far as wine goes, because wine is considered a, a certain strength to it, and if you even dilute it, it still tastes like wine. What's going to be if we dilute grape juice? Because grape juice doesn't have that same strength or a flavor that wine has. If that's the case, if we dilute grape juice, is there going to be a problem that maybe it's not a goffin anymore because now it's, a, it's not the natural grape juice? This is something that's interesting. Rabbi Yashav a number of times said, and it's brought in a number of places in his name, that he was machmed not to use diluted grape juice. Not to use diluted grape juice because he was cautious that maybe grape juice is only a goffin because it's grape juice. And once he dilutes it, maybe it loses the chain. Right. And the shine is what, how much are you going to dilute it? So, and why is this a question? Why is this a question? Because if you're looking for the way the grape juice is made, right, nearly every factory, every company who makes grape juice adds water. Adds water. Even companies which don't beshitter, you know, don't always add water, will sometimes add water. For example, Kedem. When we spoke to the people in charge of the production of the grape juice in Kedem, for this point, to know are they adding water to the grape juice? So, basically their answer was, sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Why? It's because the they say 100 on the bottle, 100 grape juice they're adding. And even with 100 percent grape juice, sometimes they add water. I'm sorry. The light is less sugar. Light light version is the same grape juice, 50 percent water. Right. So how do they do it? Yeah, the same. That well, one thing at a time. The the first thing. So we spoke to them about the regular grape juice. Why would it, no, when, when and why are they adding water? So the, the answer was, it depends. Because since they want their grapes just to always taste the same, so it depends on the grapes. When the grapes are sweeter grapes, they have to add water to balance the flavor to bring it back to what they want it to taste like. So they don't always add water, but they, they, they will sometimes if they need to, in order to make it uh, uniform. That's the, yeah, if that's the case, if a person's looking... For a case of grape juice where no water has been added, so then this is not going to work because they are sometimes adding water. But if a person's worried that adding water dilutes the flavor, that's why it's not a goffin anymore. Masha'enken in a case where where adding the water just brings it to the flavor it's meant to have. In other words, adding the water isn't changing the flavor. So according to those post hold that the problem with diluting grape juice is just it loses its flavor. In this case, it hasn't lost its flavor, it will still be would still be had often. The question with lots of this, the Mikhail Yitzchak really brings down, they were making, if you add water to grape juice, it didn't see there was a problem, it still tastes like grape juice, and the grape juice is the ikha, and the water is just coming as a tuffle, and therefore they were making um, to still say hagafen. They were even making a step more than that. And that is, there was a time when they were making, as Israel, they were making reconstituted grape juice, which means they turned it into a powder, basically, they dehydrated the grape juice, and they turned it into a powder. A powder. A powder. And they used to add water and reconstitute it. Just like anything which you can turn into a coffee, whatever it is, you turn into a powder, you add water and it goes back into being a liquid again. 
And at the beginning of it, that's held that that's also gracious. Saif goes saif. At the end of the day, you just bring it back to to what it was. Here, most of the other poskim argued, Shomzaman and Rabbi Yosef and many others, and they held that once it's no longer a liquid, so it's lost its chashivas. And if that's the case, even if you're going to add water afterwards, right, this is a, gla- a grape-flavored drink. This isn't grape juice anymore. It's not. Uh, doesn't have the mile of wine. And therefore, they held that you wouldn't be able to make a grapefruit on that. Exactly. You would not be able to make a grapefruit. And the mice. Yeah, according to them, right. It's not just the flavor. So, which is still a liquid. That would be like a yeah. wine. Like they used to make wine in the old days with a concentrate. Once it becomes a powder, the other was no good. And in the end, that's what happens. We don't use. It's not. It's not marketed anymore. Concentrate means powder. Or no, concentrate means a, th- a syrup. A thicker syrup. Which is still a liquid. Right. Now, drink in the powder, it is the same as the liquid, and then. Uh, the next point. So we've discussed so far the din of grape juice, why it's and whether it's been diluted, if it's still hagafen. Um, next question is, besides for... <laughs> is what about adding other things into wine? This is already brought down in the Gemara, with the Gemara calls a contiton, which means a, a spiced or a flavored wine. So it's no longer the taste of wine, we've added other liquids or other flavors to the wine. In the case of the Gemara, they used to add... Okay, this is the first one of the Gemara in Brachos. The Gemara says they made a condition which was some kind of a cocktail, which was made out of, the Gemara says, Yayin, Dvash, Pilpulit, which basically means wine, honey, and pepper. And they used to mix it together, and then now what's the Bracha? The Gemara says, the Bracha is Hagofen. In other words, even though it doesn't have exactly the taste of wine, it's got other flavors added as well, it would still be Hagofen. And the reason for that, the Gemara says, is because the other flavors are coming to enhance the flavor of the wine. They're not coming to change it, they're coming to add to it or to enhance it. And therefore, even though I've used other things to enhance the flavor of wine, the wine, it would still be hagofen because the wine, the wine is the ikka. Now, masha'enken, when you get to the peach flavor, the pomegranate flavor, grape juices or wines or things like that, so now it's a question. Because if it's the din that they're coming to enhance the flavor of the wine, in other words, the undertone of peach or pomegranate or anything else you're doing, is coming to better the flavor of the wine, then it would be bottled to the wine. Masha'enken, if it's the other way around, you want the taste of the peach, and then they're using the wine, so to speak, to give alcohol to the peach, right, then it would be a different din. This is something I want to talk about, because this is actually a very interesting nose. And that is, today, uh, most alcoholic beverages that they're making, I'm not talking about uh, the pure alcohol, alcohol beverages, such as natural beer or whiskey or things like that, but most of the more complicated or mixtures in alcoholic beverages they basically, they have to have a, an alcohol base. And then they can add whatever flavor, chocolate or egg or whatever they want to add to it afterwards. But they, they have to have the base. So what are they making the alcoholic base from? So I've been spoken to people in the, in the field of cashless of alcohols. There's, there's, in the world today, they're using four options what creates the alcoholic base. And basically, they're using the things which ferment the best. They get the best alcohol from that. The first, most common one used is a grain alcohol base. They can use grain. The second is that they're using something like vodka, using potatoes or other vegetables, like it's called a vegetable alcohol base. Or they're using deep flavored grapes to give a, a wine alcohol base, basically. Did I just say deep flavored? Did I just say deep flavored? Yes. Because they, they, they want the alcohol of the wine, they don't want the taste of the wine. They always deep flavored grapes. Most fruit juices also have a, have a not, the non kosher fruit juices, a lot of them are deep flavored grapes. Because they're using, you can't make a, a juice out of strawberries and bananas. There's not enough water. So what? Use apple. You know, in the kosher ones use apple. The non-kosher ones use grape. Right. 
And the third option is a base of grapes, uh, or a wine base. And the fourth one is milk. Milk ferments very well. Milk. And they can use a milk alcohol, a milk-produced alcohol. Now, why this is very interesting is because what the base alcohol is is going to change by halachas. So, for example, if the base alcohol is milk, then it's milk. It's, you can't use it as a fresh meal. If the base alcohol is grain, then it's chomet. And if the base alcohol is grape, then it's treif. Because you have a dinner of yainese. The grain patches of the alcohol, and that's okay. So it makes everything treif. Right. So that's why it's important what the base alcohol is. Whatever the case is, it's not going to affect the bracha. Why not? Because over here, it's not that the grape is coming, the other flavor is coming to enhance the wine. It's the other way around. Over here, the, the wine is coming to enhance the other flavor. You're using it to give the alcohol content to the chocolate or to whatever else you're trying, the other, whatever you're making a brandy or a liqueur out of. And if that's the case, since it's just being used as a tuffle to something else, we made it, it's a, the bracha is going to be shakola naragate. Why aren't the grapes tuffle? Sorry? That's what I just said. I said, since it's a, it's a tuffle and the other drink is no, the you don't make a gotten. No, when you, right away when you made it, you made wine. No, but then if you, you dump it into your chocolate liquor... It doesn't make a difference. If a great touch it already, it's straight. Who cares if you bottle on the chocolate liquor? It's to be bottled, it has to be bottled. The last case that Ramon talks about is what happens if you have a mixture. You have a mixture, which means you've mixed, you make a cocktail of two different drinks, and you want both of them. So it's not the one's coming to enhance the other one. What broth are you going to make? So says, if you don't have a dinner of an ikra and a tafel, we know that the one is more chasha than the other one, I want both, then it's tali and rape. It's tali in the majority. And if the majority is going to be wine, I'll make a gofen. If the majority is going to be a different drink, I'm going to make the charcoal or the brach of the other drink. So you mix wine, so it's okay. Then you want to enhance the wine. So if you add right, if you add the wine, probably you want to enhance the wine, in which case it will be a gofen. But if you want to mix it uh, or or wine with any other alcohol that you want both together, and uh, you want the you want the cocktail of both together, the blend of both together, it will depend on what the majority is. It came to enhance the wine. The Gemara says there's no, a the No, I don't know. Let's say the first one of both, but the peppers by definition would. Would over, would overcome. It's not always 50-50. It could be a 50-50. One is much stronger. The, the, they're not done going to that. It goes into the sheer, the amount. What becomes the rave in the mixture? Well, I would say this with water. If you want the water, you might taste better with grapefruit water. This is all about wine. The shot about grape juice, once you add water, then maybe it's just chashivus all together. Now, one more thing, as people who have experience with wine will know, that naturally, if you distill wine, it's only going to, get, I'm sorry, if you make wine, it's only going to get to a certain percentage of alcohol. But right. 13 or 14 percent, I think, is the maximum. Right. The bacteria destroys the ability to do more than that. So when the Gemara is talking about wine, it's talking about something that's of 13, 14 percent. But you know today that you can distill, you can make it into brandy, in which case it's going to go up to much higher numbers, 40 percent, whatever it is. The side is how lucky you are to brandy. In other words, do we say since it's still a product of the grapes, so then it's still hagafin, or do we say the mice since now I've changed the process and now it's become something else? Maybe it's a different thing. Most of the The process of what I'm, how I made it. In other words, the way you make wine is a certain way. If it's a certain level, then the bacteria kills off, basically stops fermenting more than that. But it sits in the barrel? Yeah, then if you distill it, then you can. Yes, I can explain to you. The first compassion, the same spur that we already said for grapes, just to say for brandy as well. And then at the end of the day, it's the same material. 
That's the, well, the Jews of the grapes. No, I'm talking dafka. I'm talking dafka about grapes, obviously. If the starting if the starting ingredients were grapes, it doesn't mean I just squeezed it fresh from the grape juice or added sulfates or I made it into wine or I even distilled it and made it into brandy. It's still a safe for safe. It's liquid which comes from grapes. It's always going to have the same thing. So you make a gofen. On grape brandy, you make a gofen. If you want to be able to drink a review, so you can use a dark gofen. Last thing I want to talk about in two minutes. Last thing I want to talk about is the din of a bushel. Right? We know that the din of a bushel, if wine has been boiled, then that, where it helps us is kind of the din of, of Nagir by a non-Jew or non-from-Jew that once it's been boiled, it's no longer, it's no longer a problem of, of the Ainezich because the going wouldn't use it for the desire. It was no longer that Hashiv. By the same token, wine which is boiled in the problem is Bech. It's no longer, it loses its Hashiv when it's been boiled and therefore it doesn't have the same distinction. Is that going to affect the bracha? And the Allah is referring to Yang of Ushul is still Sagrafi. Which means even though it isn't as Hashiv, and that's the Matthias, once it's been boiled, it loses some of its, uh, its distinction, which is why the more fancy wines won't agree to, to, to cook their wines, even to say the problem of, of going because it said it ruins the flavor. Right? Even pasteurization. So we're going to get there in a moment. Um, and that's the case. So then Anachanami is not as Choshev as normal wine, but it's, again, it's near enough to wine and it still gets in a Fagafi. When they ask of Shlomo Zalnagraf, what's in a pasteurization? In other words, clap at the din, if it's been pasteurized enough, it's a great touch, it's called the bush shulmer. Pasteurization, I think, is to 70-something degrees Celsius. I don't know exactly the amount. So Shlomo Zalman is Chiva, and Shlomo he writes, he spoke to winemakers in France, and he asked them if pasteurization changes the flavor of the wine. And they told him, Bichal not. Which is why they don't mind pasteurizing it. They said to cook the wine, Bishal, they won't do the shun party, which ruins their wine. But pasteurization, they don't mind because the flavor is the same. Does so, it change it? It doesn't. Pasteurization doesn't change it. So, based on that, if someone's that therefore doesn't help you from, Bishal, from uh, going touching it. If the whole reason why Mavushal helps because now you've ruined, so to speak, the, the quality of the wine, and if this is the Mumachim was saying this doesn't ruin the quality of the wine, if that's the case, it will still be a problem of Vishalakim. I mean, of Nagiya Sakim, of Yaina, Yaina, Astam Yaina. Uh, it's interesting that Moshe Feinstein said the same thing, but for a different reason. Moshe Feinstein sells himself called Vishal. Vishal has to be, just the fact that it's been heated, it doesn't have to be called a Vishal. And therefore, he held it wasn't hot enough. He had an Vishal yet. There would still be a problem of, of pasteurization of Vishalakim. So, many times on bottles of wine that. To finish with this. The, uh, we spoke that there is a day which is brought down somebody to show him that if a person should use for kiddush uh, or avakosis or things like that wine which is kosher in the sochim wine which is we kosher for the sochim which you could use in the mizbeach if that's the case there'd be a lot more conditions attached right besides the fact you can't have a bushel it would have to be at least 40 days old it would have to be dry wine not sweet wine there'd be lots more conditions attached as well isn't dry or sweet a question about grapes for you? yes but there was, there, there, uh, something sweet wasn't allowed in the Mizbech. Oh. Right? And if that's the case, we have a lot more conditions what you'll be able to use. But the Maizah is such a day in the Rishonim, we don't ask them like that. Right? The, the, you can use whatever, anything which is like often, we don't find such a preference. Adrav, when else from Shama if for Arukhoisis, the person should be Mahmur to use dry wine for Arukhoisis, which would be Kasha for Nusachim, he said that if a person prefers a taste of sweet wine, then he should definitely be Mahmur to use that because of the Nusim Chosyanta. So we. You think a mitzvah, but I have to use the same thing that you use in the mitzvah. But like I said, we love machmer for that, and therefore we can make hagafen on on anything which fits the criteria of being hagafen. For any 